Hey, good girls. Hey, it's Alex. And it's G. And welcome to our first episode. Yeah, welcome to Good Girls Read After Dark. It is a podcast where we get to explore the world of romance and fantasy and romance and fantasy and uh, things that have to do with publishing books and editing books and being a part of street teams, which for those that don't know are when you work with an author on their releases and you promote their releases and you post pictures and you share stories on Instagram or whatever platform. And we have a stacked roster for you guys. We have we like some really incredible authors mm-hmm. and some really incredible people in the book community. We have some content creators. We have some people that do have companies that work with authors that do promotion with authors like PR groups. And we are so excited to be able to bring you all on this journey. It's such a fun time. We have a lot in store for you guys. So yeah, today we are just going to introduce ourselves, tell you a little bit more about what we like in the reading world and who we are. And yeah, so you guys can get to know us. Yeah. You summed it up really well. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, why don't we start with you, Alex? So tell <laughs> tell us how do we find you? What are your socials? Um, so you can find me on Instagram and TikTok at allbuckedup.se. That's gonna be A L L B O O S K. I was gonna say K E D U P. Um dot se and se stands for special edition which i figured out on my own and never confronted alex about it because i was like i (laughs) i i'm just assuming i'm right even if i'm wrong that's what it's going to be in my head (laughs) i am on instagram and kind of not really tiktok it's just not the vibe for me i just don't know how to do it but i'm on instagram at stfu and read this book l-a-g-g and for the girlies that get it the girlies you know the girls that know the girls that get it get it like it's just you think so the it comes from the inspiration behind it is shut the fuck up and take this dick like a good girl which is s-t-f-u-a-t-d-l-a-g-g which is a big thing in the romance community in any mm-hmm. in any romance that's not history romance because i don't or historical <laughs> romance because i'm not really feeling like they would do that in regency london or fa- fantasy too though they well, wouldn't fantasy fa- oh that's true no it's... i don't think they don't say it like that it, there's right there might like, be like they might be like be qui- don't like be quiet and like let me whatever but they definitely don't say shut the fuck up and take the dick like a good girl they still might call people good girls but it's not that aggressive so it's more contemporary romance yeah. And I don't know, I heard that once and I looked it up because I was like, what is this acronym and why do I see it everywhere? <laughs> I think the version of shut the fuck up and take this dick like a good girl is from ACOTAR, which is a, the a Court of Thorns and Roses series by Miss is Sarah it? J. Mass. Well, listen, so I think, so Cassian, one of the bad boys, spoiler, I get, I don't know. He says to a character, put your hands on the headboard. So there are stickers that say P-Y-H-O-T-H. So I think that might be a somewhat mm-hmm. of an equivalent of like, shut the fuck up and take the stick like a good girl, like put your hands on the headboard because it gives the same energy. So I think that might be the equivalent. But I, <laughs> so anyway, so yeah. And then on Inst- on TikTok, it's S-T-F-U and read L-A-G-G, I believe. 
And I, again, I literally don't use TikTok, so you can find <laughs> me on there, but I'm always on Instagram and you can find me there. So that's where I'm at. And mm-hmm. you can actually you can find, find this. Right. This go, yeah. I was going to say, how can they find yeah. us here? They can find us on Instagram at Good Girls Read After Dark Pod on Instagram. And then on TikTok, I believe it's just Good Girls Read After Dark. Also, for those, we have different, we have decided to come at you in various ways. You can experience the full experience. <laughs> and so we are going to be having audio and video versions of all of our interviews, all of our content. Mm-hmm. And so you can listen, you can watch, you can play us in the morning on your drive to work. If you want to hear some spicy stuff and some behind the scenes <laughs> authors, or you can listen to us when you're in the shower or whatever, but please follow us. And we would love to hear from you on what authors you want to hear in the next couple of weeks when we start releasing what authors you want to hear from. Like I said, we have a very, we are lucky enough. We're very fortunate to have a incredible group of bookish creators and authors that are mm. that are so graciously sat down with us and i think you're the goal of the podcast is like to help you find your next favorite read i know the tbrs are really big and they never get touched <laughs> like i feel it i'm there like i get it but i i think you just need to give up on them at this point at like... this point like i just think we as a society need to come to the conclusion that no one is going to get through their TBR in this lifetime. You shouldn't be given up on. It's just like, you know, just bucket list. Just bucket list it, I guess. Yeah, well, I think that, like, it's a, it's an aspiration for sure. It's just, it's like a New Year's resolution. It's probably yeah. not going to come true unless you <laughs> really focus on it. It's just because the re- the way that books release now is just so fast, so oh, quick. absolutely. Absolutely. And series are bigger than standalones, specifically. Mm-hmm. It, even in, I was going to say in fantasy, but even in romance, like in the different worlds, like one of the authors we interviewed, Amelie, she has a book and then another book that's in the same universe. And that's typically what happens Mm -hmm. with romance books, like strictly contemporary romance books is like the sister or the best friend or the brother's brother, like they get their own book. And so you get to see, or like the friend group. Or if you're into dark romances, it's going to be mafias. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not Mm -hmm. a dark romance girly. Actually, I she is alex is i read a dark romance and it was very scarring and i'm still scarred to this day (laughs) we will be interviewing the author her name is casey woodruff i love her to bits and pieces but her book (laughs) to this day has ruined my perception of not in like a bad way but in a way where like you know those books that hit in a in a different way it was my i'm sure you remember your first time reading a dark romance and i read the content warnings for the book and i was like i've never content warnings before what's that about (laughs) and then then i should have known better because i read the content warnings and i was like oh i don't know if i want to read about this look i'm gonna give it a go because it sounds really interesting and i gave it a go and i was like in tears i was damaged (laughs) this book it's so good it's called dawn of the darkest day it's so good it's just like it was one of the most impactful reading experiences i've had in my life and we'll get into that when she comes on the show but anyway so Alex, what are some of your favorite tropes and or types of book besides dark romance? Um, okay, so tropes. If you guys follow me on Instagram, you guys know. This is my bread and butter. White shoes. Absolutely. White and of shoes. course your favorite white shoes author and author period. J. Bree. Miss J. Bree. I love Miss J. Bree. She is my idol. She is the queen. She is the queen of white shoes, along with a couple of other authors that are the queens of white shoes. And I just, 
I eat that shit up. Right. I ate it up. I, I can't up. relate, but I do know <laughs> I'm not yucking your yum. I do appreciate that for you because just... I know how hard you ride for white shoes. You know, I'm just I'm just a poly girl. I'm just a poly girl. That's right. Just what I, I mean, maybe not in real life, IRL, but like yeah yeah definitely oopsie anyways i just anyways i'm so sorry oopsie (laughs) anyways besides that um i love faded mates that's absolutely my i love that it's so cute to me and it's just like you know you know how those people talk about like oh the reason that you are attracted to this trope is because of this trauma and it's just like no i get it really yeah people are talking about like faded mates it's like oh because it's kind of like you could never you love the idea of someone not being able to give you up or something like that it's interest like an abandonment thing yeah yeah and interesting anyways i will right not the trauma (laughs) on episode one episode zero alice we're not we're not talking about trauma though i will say that um the thing about faded mates that I'm I used to be a faded mates girly because when you read fantasy it's almost always faded mates but my favorite type of faded mate is one that like happens in a series and isn't happen doesn't happen to like later in this like second book if anything because and I love and what I will eat up is a faded mate situation where both of them don't know so sometimes I've read books where one of them does Mm-hmm. and the other one doesn't and there is a very popular book series that i will not be naming i will oh. not be naming any names that has an issue where, or has this problem where one of the main characters knows their faded mates and i just love when they don't know or they know when they fight it like the one person knows and the one yeah. person fights it and then it's like yeah. i can't it's just inevitable <laughs> you're just like i'm waiting for the juicy right I'm i just love that. I love that i love that what are some other tropes and genres that you like um touch her you die or touch him you die yeah touch him you die is underrated Mm -hmm. people don't Mm -hmm. understand the power of touch him you die absolutely absolutely i recently read this series are we saying series names or not yeah 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 okay um i just mentioned i just mentioned casey's book yeah okay well i just wanted to make sure so um i recently read or arc read for those who don't know it's advanced reader copies um which is I a recently... book that you get from the author directly yeah. or publishing company before it releases so it's mm-hmm. like a hype team type thing where you mm-hmm. read the book beforehand so authors can get like kind of you know energy going about their book yeah yeah so i arc read for an author by the name of mari maravilla she is a latina author by the way um and she writes about um really strong female main characters and the first book is about a female or yeah a female who latina who runs um like part of a cartel like wow. a wing of the cartel and she's very much okay women in stem down. i mean yeah. it's not stem but it's like <laughs> women in business ceo entrepreneurial yeah she's she's like honestly she's so iconic and it's she's getting it's that becoming, bag you know yes, of drugs but also exactly. that bag no, no, she doesn't do drugs. She only does guns. But the but the cartel has drugs, right? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. So like she's getting that bag still. She's still getting the bag. She's just with guns, you know. But you still know? drugs. Yeah, they're making drugs. I don't think she deals with that particularly, but yeah, we'll oh. say yeah. We'll say yeah. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> but anyways, um, and she's a, to me, she's a really, really great example of like touch him, he die because she is like absolutely batshit crazy, and I love it. 
You know what? Some you gotta be sometimes. You know, when no, you're yeah, when you're fighting for, sure. for the man that you love or the woman you love or the person you love, sometimes it has to be like that. I I love that unhinged behavior. It's genuinely like, it's genuinely such a good. I just love unhinged behavior in books in general. I was it's gonna just say so something I think is really interesting is like those concepts don't exist IRL. Oh, absolutely not. Like, there is no situation, I would hope, that anyone is like, touch <laughs> him or her and you die. Maybe in the mafia, you know, like, I can, like, the real life mafia, like, I can see that being, like, a very yeah. common thing. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, a lot of people consider their husbands or partners fated mates. Like, they'll be like, it was meant to be. But the idea of, like, it being written in the star, oh, I guess this is kind of a hot take. But, like, if you believe in religion enough, maybe you can believe that there is a fated mate situation like you were predestined to meet someone uh i think i wouldn't say religion but spirituality spirituality like that's true i am not because, a religious girly i'm yeah. against religion for what it's worth um i think religion anyway this is not the time for the conversation if we're not talk, this is not we're not having this conversation my hands, <laughs> i do think i do think like touch him her you die is, is some of these tropes that i'm going to mention for mine specifically are mm-hmm. so good because they're not real Oh, absolutely, and that's 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 the that's the world of books we live in. Just delusional, right. just delusional, basically. Um, and then protective male main characters, which kind of goes in hand, hand in hand with the touch or you die thing. But like, there's a difference. There's a difference. There's a hard difference. And the best one that I can come up with, and I've been looking for anyone. And I'm this was a really popular series, so I'm sure everyone has read this, or at least a few couple people. And that's going to be the Vampire Academy. And Dimitri, you you don't like vampires, so you don't know. I don't Dimitri... read about vampires. When I read one book specifically by Miss Jennifer L. Armentrout, I was so upset. I'm not saying this one, but I was really angry because I love the book. And then they got to be vampires, and I was like, absolutely not. <laughs> Which is funny because we literally just bought a book that's about vampires, and we were still going to buddy read it. Yes, but they're not main. The vampires in the main character. I don't know. It's Anastasia. No, I know. I looked it up. It's called Anastasia by Sophie Lark. I looked it yeah. up before I oh, bought it's not, it. And... It's not Maine? No, not Maine. I will never. Okay. And so let okay. me just say one thing about me that is kind of an anomaly and doesn't make much sense is I'll eat winged males up, but I won't eat vampires up. Speaking of winged males, I am wearing my Azrael jacket from Akatar, Court of Thorns and Roses. In the back of my jacket, you can't. Let me see if I can show you. It has... show it to them. Yeah. Can you see it? That's good. Yeah, that's good. That's so it's good. Truth Teller, which is Azra's blade. And if you know, you know, there's another character that handles Truth Teller. And if you know, you know, you know. And so I love winged men. I love winged men. I eat that up. I eat that shit up. But not vampires. That's where I draw the line. You don't like bats. You don't like bats. It's okay. No, I just don't like. You like well, Batman. Technically, but you I don't like, like Batman. Yeah, I don't like. <laughs> I don't like blood. It's the blood sucking for me. But Why? Like, I, That's such a strange I thing. I don't know. It doesn't. You're right. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Because it's such I'll a strange read books about, um, like, Crescent City, which is, I think, my favorite Sarah J. Mass SJM series. I think it was, it wasn't the first book I read of hers, but it's the one I ate up the most. Um, in fact, I ordered, so I have broken a few cardinal rules that I have set for myself in my life recently. One of those rules or two, three of three of two of those rules were that I would never, ever, ever, ever buy copies of books that I already have owned <laughs> because I think it's, I, oh, I thought it was dumb because why would I get four copies? Like the people that have like four or five copies of fourth wing 
I don't understand or didn't because why would I get more copies of the same book if I'm not rereading the book or if I am rereading it, why do I have four copies? That makes zero sense to me. Here I am a few months later with a copy of Akamath, which is A Court of Miss and Fury by Miss Sarah J. Mass. I have the paperback and then I have a beautiful sprayed edges. I think we should have an episode where we talk about sprayed edges. You know, you know, that's my weakness right there. And the, okay, that's the thing, right? So it wasn't mine because it's like, this is dumb. Like, this is not worth my time. This is not worth mm-hmm. my money. Mm-hmm. But then I saw a fourth wing sprayed edge book that I got from, I forgot the name of who did it. I'll Simply to, Painted Pages. Simply Painted Pages. Thank you. And I, that was the first sprayed edge book I got. And after that, it was kind of like, a, it was like a, it was, it was like a really a, quick downhill. It was a rabbit hole because now I, I have. Crescent City one and two, so I have House of Earth and House of Earth and Blood, and then House of Earth Sky and oh, this is so embarrassing. House of this is so embarrassing. I think it's House of Earth and Blood, and then House of Sky Earth and Bre- this is so embarrassing. Anyways, it's the Crescent City books. The Crescent City books. I just ordered, <laughs> so I ordered one from Etsy. I ordered two of the. Three. So the, all three books that is in the Crescent City series are going to come to me sprayed. And I already got two because the third's not out yet. As of recording this, it is January 22nd. The book does actually come out in like less than 10 days on the 31st. And I am screaming. So are you going to the midnight parties? I there are none in my area. Oh, that's awkward. I'm so mad. Are there really? Like, yeah. And I was like, oh, I should go. But I was like, I haven't read the series and I'm not. No, the thing is like, I have an Azrael jacket and I am an Azrael girly. Like, let's not get it twisted. Like, this is my man. Like, this is thank you to my man. You know, the meme where she's like, to my man, thank you to my man. Like, that is how I feel about this fictional character who like literally isn't real. Um, I am a resand girly too. Like, I do stand my high lord. Like, that's not, we're not messing around with that. Like, he is the goat like he is the og something about shadows babe something about the shadows like i i know we're not we were talking about your tropes and this is like a huge segue and i'll talk about my tropes when it comes over but like as is my boy but hunt hunt athalar that's my god like that's that's dare i say daddy like that's like dare i say it like i think we need to have our own like we have to have an episode where we're just talking about like book daddies just I don't think you get, like, I just don't think, like, the thing is, like, I'm a sucker for someone with wings and powers and, like, touch her, <laughs> touch her, you die. And, like, I'm a, okay, anyways, continue. <laughs> like I said, we'll just have, a, we'll just have an episode of that's yeah. just, literally, that's just it. Just straight up, like, book daddies and that's it. Oh my god, I can't wait. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, the second, wait, the second cardinal rule that I broke, um, as evidenced by what I have on <laughs> at the moment, was I was like, you know what? I'm never, ever, ever, ever gonna get book merch, like shirts and stuff, because that's <laughs> dumb, and I don't see the point. Flash forward, <laughs> literally, what am I wearing? Like, I was so adamant. I remember telling someone that I used to be friends with that, oh my god, you'll never catch me, because she would call me unhinged, which, I mean, like, what does that mean? really you, you know like, you're like well, low-key you're crazy but it's okay I the thing it. so are you so it's like what oh absolutely what, you know like i think what is really unhinged which is what a, an unhinged person would say but like i'm unhinged in a contained way sometimes but um i yeah. bought yeah. okay 
never mind. I bought this jacket and I literally wear it and I kid you not every single day without fail. I work to work. I put it on during my breaks at work. I'm waiting for someone to stop me and go, oh my God, Azriel in the, in the wild. And I have one person stop me at the Dollar Tree. That's so cringe. Excuse me. I am not. She stopped me at the Dollar Tree checkout line because she was the, the, the cashier and she was like oh my god i was just talking about Azrael, like the real archangel not the one in the book and i was like okay that's not i she was like <laughs> but i was like okay but the one in the book still eats though and she's like yeah it's true because he does so i wear this all the time genres we could tell you love Azrael, okay you like shadow slingers cool. no you're good shadow singers you're good keep going <laughs> oh my god um okay so what's your favorite trope in that series we're not gonna name the series but what's no, are we already named can, it we already you named can, it. you're not done you have you have more tropes don't you um i had genres genres what are your favorite genres yeah. paranormal romance vampires you know, <laughs> dark i'm not yucking your yum go for it <laughs> dark romance contemporary romance it's like a, a palate cleanser for yeah. me it's yeah. a palate cleanser it's like, okay, I read a lot of dark romance. I read a lot of romanticy or mm-hmm. fantasy. And I'm just like, I just need a silly, goofy little book. Right. I um, need like a standalone book that doesn't yeah. have death and war and, you know, like magic. Torture. Right. I want like a realistic kind of book <laughs> about like a billionaire yeah. and something fluffy to read, you know? Exactly. Exactly. So contemporary romance, um, fantasy, romanticy. And occasionally uh, a book about human sexuality or like pandemics because I'm a self-proclaimed sex nerd. Yeah, she is. We are sex positive on this podcast and we love to read about it in our books. And I think more people should normalize that because there's nothing wrong. A lot of people, including myself, yours truly, have discovered kinks and things about themselves that they didn't ever think they would like. (laughs) Um, your priest kink right i mean yeah i wasn't gonna say it but yeah girl you're gonna bring it up any, anyways i didn't I think you. i was going to no but... actually no you did you did you did bring it up already did i really oh no yes, i did we interviewed amelie i think yeah right yeah, yeah oh, i was God. literally i was just editing the episode and i was like oh my so god amelie, this girl. by the way wrote the book um alive at, alive night, at night and um Mr. Daddy Julian, he does not have wings. He is not a real person, but like a real person in the sense he's not Fey or like 500 immortal years old. He's a human. He's a human. <laughs> and it's a contemporary romance. It eats. But that man has, a, it's like, but that's not the first book I learned that I had a praise kink with. But the point is, like, we are very sex positive And mm. I, we both believe that there's nothing wrong with reading smut. And we'll have an episode where we talk about dirty and clean romance because that is a conversation that needs to be held. And also, what that means, we're going to talk about ages and smut because that's something that I do want to talk about. Yes, because there is, is I mean, I personally can't really speak much because I was reading Harry Styles fan fiction when I was like 11. No, I was too. That's the thing, though. It definitely something shouldn't have happened at that point, as what I'm saying. Right. I, I think it. It I do think it altered it, my chemistry. That's what I was gonna say. Is like I think a lot yeah. of the content when you're 11 and you're just discovering your body, maybe you 
just discovered masturbation or you're you know you're just kind of figuring it out what your sexuality is or kind of what you like not in bed because you should not be having sex at 11 i'm sorry i don't care who you are where you live you should not be having sex at 11. i am not shaming you i'm just saying don't don't please and if you're 11 why are you listening to us but also just don't have sex you know what i mean yeah this is an age-restricted podcast this is an age-restricted podcast it's explicit um which it it is but on like spotify and stuff but i i i mean i wasn't having sex at 11 you know but wattpad was a very important i read the og after series when it was harry styles when there was no movie guys (laughs) i was there i was there I was there. Oh I was God. there when she was updating her books. When she just announced she she's the person Anna Todd. If you don't know, after the movie The Phenomenon, it's a shitty series of movies. It's so bad. It's so it's awful. So bad. I haven't so even bad. watched it because it does. It's so bad. It's based off of <laughs> One Direction. So Harden Scott is Harry Styles, and the tattoos he have has are very Harry Styles esque. Um, there's someone uh, like all the members of one direction were in it and they were various people and like zane was someone um but i was there when she i think she her book was like the first wattpad to movie pipeline and since then there have been so many books that have yeah, gone this through have happened, to a wattpad. <laughs> no it's 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 absolutely ridiculous because it was around i think maybe 20 i don't i'm not even gonna guess but i was a little bit older when it was becoming a movie and then it became a movie and now Wattpad has a publishing company and you can they charge you for certain books like you have to have like a not a subscription but like you pay it's such a scam which is such a scam although i do think amelie's book was Wattpad and i think but like that's iconic yeah yeah, yeah, what i was gonna say is like i think Wattpad is a good platform for people that are emerging or want to test out the waters. When I was thinking about writing a romance book, I was most definitely going to make it a Harry Styles fan fiction just because it gets the most views. It's not a Harry Styles fan fiction, but it would be the best way to get feedback. (laughs) It would be. And I have no intents on at the point, this moment in time finishing as of January 22nd, 2024, finishing either book that I'm writing, but I don't want to even your King Arthur one. Mm-mm. I okay. also don't want to make it a movie. I think I don't, I wouldn't want to make either one. So I wouldn't, and there's like a new movie that's literally coming out with Anne Hathaway and Nicholas Galzatine that is based on a Harry Styles fan fiction. And it's literally the mother of this like super stan of the Harry Styles based character ends up getting with the Harry Styles based character, like the mother. And it's like, Anne Hathaway is mother, right? Like I get it. But it's one of those things that, is so funny to me because <laughs> what is with Harry? like poor harry styles like everyone knows this it's not a secret like it's not a secret that anna todd's books were after harry styles like that's oh, not absolutely not everyone knew everyone knew everyone also knew. um i wasn't even into one direction and i knew like also exactly also all the characters have instagrams that are like quote unquote official like if you can't see me i'm doing like air quotes that are like official from the movie like each character like tessa has one harden has one oh my god i didn't realize and this is still updated people i don't think so people comment on these and they're like oh my god harden why are you so mean to tessa like it is parasocial to the extreme and it's (laughs) it's no it's actually really creepy and really kind of crazy and that's not Mm -mm. that's like a relatively i don't know if it's relatively new but i found that i was i was floored i was shook i was like this is crazy there is no way this is healthy 
Anyways, my favorite tropes were... Yes, please. <laughs> and um, you act as if this isn't an everyday thing for me. Yeah, honestly, I need to start cutting in. I'm just like, Jenna. My favorite tropes are... Don't cut me off. Let me go. <laughs> Let me have my soapbox. My favorite tropes are... I love an enemies to lovers and I know there's a debacle and a debate about whether it's actually enemies to lovers or it's rivals to lovers or reluctant allies. I don't like reluctant allies I've discovered. I like enemies, enemies to lovers. I like typically the books that I pick up are like the guy, the main male character, male main character is like some famed cause they're all fae of course. Cause like that's whatever. <laughs> Um, not a vampire though. Although in Crescent City there are werewolves, and I had no problem with that. I actually that's a lie. I did. I didn't I picked up Crescent City, read the first couple of pages. I was like, there's a shifter, because I don't do shifter stuff. There's a shifter, and I can't do it, so I didn't read the book, and then I came back to it. And see, maybe you can get over your vampire version. I then. won't. I won't, because I read from Blood and Ash and I was so floored. Oh well you're just, you're just a hater. You're I'm just, no, it's not I'm a hater. I don't I just it's not for me. It's just it's not for me. So I uh what was i saying enemies to lovers lovers. Um, i (laughs) like when the male main character fey is like this notorious fey like war general who like is like killed his father or like something like something big and the female main (laughs) character is like he's scary and an asshole and he's awful and he's a villain and a monster and then you find out later that he actually didn't either didn't do what they said he did or had to do it for like an actual like okay this falls into wait morally... okay so is this the reason why you really love t's book so t harlow who i haven't oh t harlow <laughs> who we uh also interviewed has a book called mirror of malice which is out now and it is a snow white retelling and it absolutely eats down it is a, such a good book it's one of the first arcs in a while i've actually read that i really liked um because normally i can't get through my arcs but this book is so good and it's so interesting but yes that is why i like her book so much (laughs) and i I, so this kind of goes along with like morally gray is also one of i guess it it is a trope it's one of the tropes i like that goes hand in hand i think with enemies to lovers um although i guess it doesn't always because like asriel's not an enemy to any of the his to his male or to his love interest that i won't mention but is there's an obvious answer and it happens to be a pair of one of a three people i'm just saying that's very controversial but i stand with my i stand with my ship i would go down with i prefer my canon with my ships stuff that actually exists in the universe thank you very much so <laughs> i he's not an enemy but he's morally gray because he does factually kill people like his job is a spy he's a spy master and he does kill people but it's for the people he loves so is he really he is but like you know what i mean um so i like morally gray a lot i do like touch him her you die but i don't like aggressive touch him her you die like i don't there's there's a definite there's a limit i don't like like bone breaking touch her him you die however in touch of darkness by miss garland st Clair, who is a dream guest um oh yeah i so is jay Bree. i have to mark our words we will get them on the podcast one day we'll it will happen day. and we will reflect back on this episode at 33 minutes <laughs> we will reflect back on it i do have to say this because every time i bring up miss scarlet st Clair, 
I have to say the story and it's like the most important thing. And the, the thing I'm kind of, one of the things I'm known for in the book world. So I have notoriously bad memory and I, they say I'm unhinged and I am a little bit unhinged, but if I was truly unhinged, I would get this tattooed on my body in a touch of darkness, page 262. You were literally talking about getting it. You were no, really talking. I was never ever going to actually do it ever. Like mm. that's no, I wasn't. That's the one thing that I've I've definitely stuck by because ta- I do have tattoos, but tattoos are forever, and I I would that's ridiculous to me. I think in theory it'd be fun if I didn't care about the meaning of tattoos, or I, it's not that I care about like quote unquote air quotes ruining my body because I think that's ridiculous and a very purist notion that isn't fair to people, and they need people deserve agencies over their bodies. Roe v. Wade, by the way, um, but I people have agency so it shouldn't matter but if i was really truly unhinged and like didn't care about meaningful tattoos i would get it but there's a quote it's a hades and persephone retelling and she says you want to fuck me in a crown i want to fuck a god and if that isn't buried on my tombstone when i die theoretically in people's heads not actually but if that isn't what people think about my legacy being that i remember that quote word for word almost and the page number then i don't want it so I and he is very much a touch her you die and I will kill you. So that is the one thing that I'm like that's fine. So I love that. Um, so you're finally okay. Never mind. What are you a hater? No, no. I was just trying to establish the boundaries. So I. It really depends. It really depends on the situation because like Hades is known for like the god of the underworld. So it makes sense that he'd be like touch her and you die but it has to be justifiable in the sense that like it has to be a good i mean there's never a good reason to kill someone but this is a fantasy world it doesn't exist so um but it has (laughs) to be something like (laughs) right the limit does not exist it has to be something like you try to like assault her or like you tried to kill her like it's not just like you looked at her you're dead it's like you hurt her physically or emotionally so badly that you deserve the punishment of death. I think the only reason that I'm okay with it in a, the series A Touch of Darkness, because it's a series, is because, a saga, if you will, is because it makes sense for his character, because he is... Hades. Hades. But I love a little bit of force proxy, a little bit of force proximity. I eat that up. I like... I'm... Star- I'm I. This comes and goes. I like political and court intrigue, which happens to be... Like in the Fae books or any books that are in. So romanticy is romance and fantasy where it's more focused on the romance and then fantasy is just fantasy. I like um, political court intrigue is just like kings and queens and monarchs and basically what you would think like a court or politics is. And like the main characters have to battle within that caste system or within the hierarchy. And they're all they often are rebelling against it. So I love a good court political intrigue. Sometimes it gets tedious because it's the same thing over and over and there's no, like that's a lot of people's problem with fantasy books. It's like copy paste of the plot a lot because there's only so many ways enemies to lovers can go. It's always, you know, they're going to be lovers. I do love an enemies to lovers to enemies to lovers to enemies to allies, question mark, to lovers. Isabella Khalidi, who we will also be interviewing on this podcast, who I absolutely adore. She is so incredible. And I love her books. She has a series called, I think it's called The Forgotten Chronicles or The Forgotten. Kastasia Stark, who we're also hopefully interviewing, has her book series, which is like the 
kingdom of lies and so i think isabella's like the forgotten chronicles or the forgotten kingdom i always get the two mixed up but the snows of nice is the first book and it is giving enemies to lovers to enemies as i've talked to her about her upcoming release of sands of titan and it that forgotten kingdom forgotten kingdom okay so i thank you so much um mm-hmm. i now have learned that i will eat up enemies to lovers to enemies however and i need to make this clear miss casey woodruff love of my life <laughs> is kind of giving us enemies to lovers to enemies and i hope it stays that way and if you read the book <laughs> you understand why it's giving enemies to lovers to enemies question mark question mark but i want those question marks gone and i want the enemies to lovers i want the lover to say enemies because he is trash one of the characters i'm gonna say it savant is trash i hate that man and people (laughs) eat him up which i I think is telling of some people's where their heads at (laughs) and their capacity for love because he's scary but also people love mafia romances so really who's who's and who am i to talk right but um i so i love a good enemy lovers i love a good villain I love a good uh, female main character villain. I love a good, like, good character who has to turn into a villain because of the circumstances around them, which happens in Snows of Nisa, Isabella's book. Um, I love a one. I've decided that I love a one also bed. Also, he happens in um, T's book. Yeah, Mirror of Malice. Malice. Yep. So I have discovered that I like one bed instead of one horse because one horse only goes one way. It's like oh, I brushed up against him and I was so comfortable even though I didn't want to be next to him in his clothes and I fell asleep on his shoulder and his arms wrapped or around my chest. you felt his... You, you felt his dick against your whatever. Yeah. And it's like, you felt his length against your back. Whatever it is, it's... His a it, hard rock. Right. He's right. And I think Sarah J. Mass describes it as velvet sheathed um, <laughs> sword, I believe is what it is, mm-hmm. in A Court of Silver Flames. So that's a no-no for me personally. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I very much also enemies to lovers to enemies is also in um, Helen Schurer's book series, The Vows of the Legends of Thesmar, um, which everyone should read. And hopefully we're having on the pod too. But um, yeah, I, the one horse to me is just tedious and like repetitive and there's nothing to do. One bed, however, Miss Amelie also has her book Alive at Night has a one bed and I have never I mean that's not true I've read two contemporary romances with one bed one of which was Flawless by I love when it's like the hotel room <laughs> the hotel room by Elsie Silver yeah I think it's it is I think it's Flawless and it might be Reckless but I'm pretty sure it's Flawless um but so I love when it's a good hotel room but I love when it's a good like one bed or or they're next the rooms in fantasy are next to each other with like a door that separates only a door that separates them in the snows of Nisa that happens with Cathal and Duna who are two main characters I believe there's a door only a door I love when it's like good night and then they like get them hot and bothered and then they walk out of the room and they're like I'm not on the other side of the wall and the one that I alluded to earlier which is why um I like Resand, Azriel, and the concept of Zayden, Mr. Zaddy. I haven't discovered oh. my feelings on him yet. I haven't really processed that, mostly because I'm scared too. I haven't finished Fourth Wing. I won't read Iron Flame until the third one comes out because I am weak, and that's what I do. I wait. 
I did the same for <laughs> Crescent City. Um, House of Flame and Shadow, I waited till I knew it was coming out to read the book, and then I never finished the second book, so now I'm reading it now. But anyway, mm-hmm. I have a uh, Bastion from uh, A Touch of Poison and mm-hmm. Kiss of Iron, which is, I think, the Legends of Tenebris or the Tales of Tenebris. Tenebris? I think it's Tenebris. Um, by Miss Claire Sager, who will be a guest on the pod. I'm ruining the surprises, but I just, people need, need to get excited to for it. I'm just going to start bleeping it out. I'm just going to start bleeping it out. Well, people need to be excited for it. They need to have some <laughs> indication who's going to be, we're hiding some of the the ones that, you know, we're hiding some, of course, but I, um, I love a good shadow daddy. And for those that don't know, a shadow daddy is a male character in which he surprise surprise controls shadows, and mm. in Azrael's case, Mister um, Shadow Singer, which I thought it was Shadow <laughs> Slinger for the longest time. Turns out my man sings because he's a shadow singer, which is Sling. crazy. I like to me. Slinger better. I, I like know. Slinger too. It's more like, like erotic. <laughs> because you're like slinging shadows it's better than singing anyways my man can do what he wants it's fine i eat it up anyway but like the the idea of him singing a song is so crazy to me but um i love a good so Azrael's shadows aren't a part of him um but zaddy which is zayden ryerson from fourth wing is also shadow daddy and what is so upsetting when i was looking for Azrael merch on etsy because buy from independent people buy from independent artists support small businesses um i looked up shadow daddy merch and everything came up came up zayden and it is so offensive to me because the og shadow daddy most of, is um resan from akatar like he is when did those books start releasing by the way that's a good I'm question i don't know um oh no sorry okay that's actually a lie i think dorian have 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 whatever from throne of glass which is also sarah j mass is a shadow daddy and of course i think I'm pretty sure he is. I don't know. I never read it and I never will. But um, controversial opinion, I just won't. I don't like who he ended up with. Um, but Shadow Daddy's like, Sarah J. Mass didn't, you know, invent, I don't think, the concept of a Shadow Daddy. Yeah. But like, I love, but the fact that they say Z- Zaddy is a Shadow Daddy is like, is the Shadow Daddy is ridiculous. And there are so many fun I think they just names. say because it, it's like Zaddy. You know, Zaddy. It's just uh, easy to say Zaddy. No, yeah. Where it's harder like, to say, like it's harder to say Addy. You know. Well, Zaddy is just you know, it's like Daddy Zayden, Zaddy. Yeah, it's just easier to say because people already just said it. So it's just like, yeah, exactly. Oh. People say Daddy, so just say Zaddy. But mm-hmm. I um, there's a really funny meme that like Resand is like, who is this boy who is walking around? People saying are the King of Shadows is the Shadow like what's that about? Like get on my level, Rune from um uh crescent city also is a shadow daddy and i don't necessarily i mean he's a cool character and all but i love the shadows bastion marwood from claire's claire sager's series um i don't i forgot what it is um he's a shadow daddy anyway the point is love that eat that up and i will continue to eat it up so along with Shadow Daddies, um, I'm trying to think of other tropes that I like, but it's mostly stuff that has to do with, like, I love a good magic subplot or I love a good magic system that the female main character discovers she has, doesn't know she has in the beginning. Um, 
I don't really found family is like fine. Honestly, I don't really remember all the tropes offhand. And when we have more in depth episodes about tropes, I'll talk more about them. But I do love a good. Yeah, I think those are most of the tropes that I find myself reading the most in terms of contemporary romance, though, because I think that's important because I do read mostly both, if not exclusively both. In fact, I mean, the only other book I'll read is like if I'm reading as like a like a scholar, um, I'll read about racial relations or politics in Africa, which is what I studied in college, but and what I'm really interested in. But for contemporary romance, I love a good childhood. I mean, enemies to lovers in contemporary romance is real. Childhood rivals, I guess it's more rivals to enemies or rivals to lovers. I love a good best friend's brother or best or best friend's sister or best friend's brother, which I already said. So, or like, yeah, I like, so both, both sides. So one of them is Kate Canterbury has a book called Shucked and it is a very good, very good contemporary romance that I might do another reread of because it's so fucking good. <laughs> and I hope to have her on the podcast too because I really love her. But she has, it's a best friend's brother, or it's a, sorry, it's a best, best friend's sister. So I love that. I love um, Second Chances. I love Second Chance Romance. I, which is basically like when it didn't work out the first time and then it happens again and it is a second there's one i have an absolute not and it's cheating you have like you won't read cheating i won't Mm -mm. oh i won't either i also cheating or love triangles i hate love triangles can't stand love triangles absolutely not i mean i'm a white cheese girly so it makes sense but it's just like something about like love triangles just makes me like it gave me the ache, you know? Like, it gave me the ache. The thing is, that's why I stopped reading um, Throne of Glass. Not Throne of... Yeah, sorry. That's sorry. That's the whole series. That's why I stopped reading these, the, the whole series was because it's a, there's a love triangle in the first book, so I'm not spoiling anything. I'm not telling you who it is. <laughs> I hate love triangles. I cannot do love triangles. Like, it's not for me. Just, yeah. It's no. just not when for me. When I was me. younger, that used to be, like, my bread and butter, but, like, now... No, like, absolutely not. Age, I also like, won't mm-mm. do accidental pregnancy. I... Mm-mm. I'm fine if it's like at the epilogue and they're like having their family. It's like a happily ever that's after. That's what I will thing. eat up. If it's an accidental yeah. pregnancy, absolutely not. Yeah, no, that's that. I'm sorry, I have but that a problem with single mom and single dad. Also, okay. I don't well, have. A, I don't necessarily have a problem with that. Problem one. is I'm the wrong okay. word. It's just not for me. That makes total sense. You're not a single mom, and you're also like five. So, <laughs> I'm 24, but I get the, I get the sentiment. <laughs> I also, um, I will eat up a workplace romance, which Alive at Night by Amelie is. I will eat it up. I will also eat up a CEO ex-employee. Ex-employee? I I read a lot like- No, like CEO ex- ex-employee. Yeah, okay. I will also eat up, um, I read a lot of billionaire stuff, but those (laughs) really get on my nerves because- a, I am not a billionaire and cannot do the things that the billionaires <laughs> do for their mad. women. It makes you mad. It makes you. It makes me mad. Or all the billionaires are are of course they're unattainable because they're billionaires and I am poor, a poor middle class person, <laughs> and also they're all old and white and ugly. So and probably serial cheaters. Yeah yeah that's that's yeah you know what i mean not that there's anything wrong with dating a white person like i'm just saying they're like old and ugly (laughs) 
and they're awful people for the most part. I can't with you. And you can't tell me any differently. Billionaires suck. Most of the billionaires suck. Bill Gates? You think he's altruistic? He's not. There, I said it. You know? So, yeah. I will never be flown off. Like, there's a book. Um, there's no such thing as an ethical billionaire. There's no such thing as an ethical billionaire. Um, but I read this book by Megan Quinn, who I also love, called uh not so no i think it's called a not so meat cute or it's the second one which is uh, no it's so not meant to be i'm pretty sure that one of the characters there the male main character flies to san francisco just to get a cake or something like that or like rents out a really expensive restaurant like that to me is something i just won't do oh not because it's just because it's not realistic it's just not gonna happen like i'm not gonna get a weekend in the hamptons with this broody male i love a good brood I love a good man who's grumpy, like grumpy. Or a cinnamon, a burnt cinnamon roll. Burnt I don't cinnamon like grumpy. It's a sun, grumpy sunshine. If it's done the wrong way, I think there are certain books oh, where yeah. it's done really, really well. Um, but I, because I do love a good female main character who fights back, who is He's like a black hat. So the opposite of like. Oh, when so, it's she's the grumpy and he's the sunshine. Yeah. yeah so he's. I a don't black, really know. So he, she's a black cat and he's a golden retriever. No. No, I don't like Golden Retriever energy. I like a bit of, like, the chase. Your boyfriend is Golden Retriever energy. Yeah, but I don't like reading about it. <laughs> I experience it IRL. I don't need to read about it. And also, like, book boyfriends hit different, you know? They do. My boyfriend isn't over here. I was going to say ordering me food, but he does, in fact, order me food. Like, he on does. the Postmates. But my boyfriend isn't out here, like, crawling on his knees to me. I'm sure he would if I asked. Anyways, so, um, <laughs> so I guess, yeah, my boyfriend does get golden retriever energy and, and would do most things that happens in book. My boy, I'm very lucky that my boyfriend is, is, a, it will, will encourage my, well, not encourage my smart reading, but he is totally fine with it. And I've told him he needs to read a couple chapters because I think he could learn some stuff from smut books, not like bad things, but like certain things that happen in books that I'm too scared to tell him. Not okay. Absolutely not. I am not too scared to talk about kinks. But there are some things I'd want to be like, you know, because the thing is, like, that's why romance books are so interesting to a lot of people, I think, is because they are able, for people that are less comfortable talking about sex outwardly, they are able to explore ideas and things that they like or to tell their partners that they like. Because if they're not comfortable with, with like, blasting it to the world like I am, you know, they are able to experience that. So I think that's why... BDSM is also super popular within the like book writing community just because it's something that people don't actually know. Like that's yeah. why Fifty Shades of Grey blew up because it was like it's BDSM. Wow. Also, like, let so me make this very clear: Fifty Shades of Grey is marketed as a BDSM book. It is not. No, it it's is such not, a bad rep. It's it such is a bad not representation um, of BDSM. It's not. It is not. What's the word? It is not representative of the BDSM Mm-mm. community. It is Mm-mm. not. We will have. We will have an author on here who has really, really great representation of BDSM, who has done our research and who has created amazing books that are both educational, Mm -hmm. but smexy and spicy. The Fifty Shades of Grey is not representative of the BDSM Mm -hmm. community. Don't let anyone Mm -hmm. tell you differently. Several Mm -hmm. people that are in the BDSM community, if not all, have all... uh, have all spoken out and said like this is not how it works like it is not like this it involves bdsm involves a lot of consent which people don't i don't think i don't think they they don't right they don't conceptualize that because when they think of bdsm they think of like getting hit not like in an abusive way but like 
getting like spanked or something like that. Yeah. And normally and that's something... although that might be someone's kink. But that's, that's what I was saying. It's like degradation is a kink people have where they want to be called things like they uh, one of the popular ones is like women or men like to be called sluts by their partner or like have their partner degrade i had to say it (laughs) or have their partner degrade them that's a very Mm -hmm. that's a big kink but they have safe words they Mm -hmm. have mutual respect and communication with each other Mm -hmm. so it's very it's a very healthy way to express a kink but Mm -hmm. yeah i think that's why 50 shades of gray was so big was because it was a hidden it's it's one of those like um yeah what's the word like in a way guilty pleasures it's a guilty pleasure for a lot of people yeah so it's a lot of 50 year old moms that read those books that all turned out to the theater well here's the thing okay no no, it's not even 50 50 year old moms because i have an older sister sorry i'm like calling her out but like she was like oh my god these books are so spicy i've read them so many times and i just you know i just spanking and this and i'm just like right i'm like girl I'm sitting there and I'm like, girl, that's not, no. Yeah, absolutely not. And if you look no. at her logo, by the way, you'll find a, you'll find a cute little paddle and some handcuffs. Yeah. Which is a big part um, of the king community. <laughs> it is. Um, but yeah, that's, it's, that's very much a thing that I've noticed. It's just like a very conservative people within the romance community, which I think is really, really funny because mm-hmm. I'm just like, you guys are literally reading it about like BDSM and like dark romances. And I get it, you know, that's all like fictional and stuff, but you also have to have the open mind to be able to accept those things when you're reading right. them. So I do want to say, uh, I forgot to ask you this earlier. Can you explain to people, I know we're talking about tropes and, and, you know, shadow play and all these things. Can you explain mm-hmm. to us what, um, why choose means? Yeah. So why choose is kind of like a reverse harem for those who watch. Can anime. you explain <laughs> yeah. what a reverse yeah. harem is? <laughs> so reverse harem is going to be that there's one center person. And from there you have choices, right? Like a harem. Um, which is, yeah, like a harem. Yeah, you have choices. Which is actually historic. So, it's like a historical thing. Yeah, yeah. So, and instead of having to choose one person, you have the ability to have all of those persons. So it's a why choose? Why do you have to choose one partner when you can have all of them type of situation? Yeah. Um, so it usually is like one person has like two, three partners. And sometimes there's like in-betweens between them. And then sometimes there's not. It's just very... Which explains why of... you don't like love triangles, like you said earlier. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't like just, love triangles because they thing. piss me off. But it no, makes they piss sense. Me off too. Yeah, no, they piss me off. They absolutely piss me off. Like I get like the angsty. There's a certain there's a certain level of angstiness that I can take, and like love triangles just surpass that. It's just I can't. I can't. It's not. It's not something that I'll ever be okay with. I think. Uh, not okay. Mm-hmm. Okay with is the wrong word. I'll ever be interested in reading because I tried. There were there were several books that I've read that have love triangles, and they're just not for me. But there's no, yeah, you know, but I wanted to kind of close this out and Mm -hmm. you guys got to know a little bit more about us and you can find us again on Instagram at good girls pod, TikTok at good girls, oh, sorry, good girls read after dark pod and on TikTok at good girls, uh, read after dark. And you can find me at STFU and read this book l-a-g-g on instagram and my inactive tiktok which is stfu and read l-a-g-g and you can find me on instagram and tiktok at allbookedup.se and we are so excited to bring you all along for this incredible journey with all these incredible people and for me and my azrael hoodie i am i hope you all stay good girls We'll be watching.
Bye. Bye. <laughs>